Not breaking news. Last week's geek news through the lens of three friends with opinions, theories, and fan castings. This is Geek Speak last week. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Geek Speak last week. This is Ed. It's Tom. This is Brian. We're back again to go over all the geeky stuff that's happened in the last week. Um, everybody had a good weekend, I'm assuming. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, good. Uh, yeah, I guess uh, we all got into some stuff, obviously, in the last week or so. I'll throw it over to you first, Bri. What have you been getting into? Brian's always thrown off when you like, why is it me first? Like I didn't like give me some warning, like, hey, we just gotta talk to you, Brian. You did like, it hey. to me last week. Now I'm doing yes, it. Yes, because you because you constantly trying to put yourself at the end of it. That's not fair. So, Turn so about anyway, fair play. So anyway. <laughs> Brian was not ready for that so, at all. So no, no, it's all good. Cause I didn't really get into any, I didn't really get into very much. Um I, I did watch the um, Dragon Age um, anime, which, like, I don't know if you want to join me on talking about this, because I know you of said course. you watched it, too. I watched it all. Yeah. But, yeah, me, too. Um, and I really wasn't planning on it. I was going to watch a couple episodes, and then I was going to throw Bullet Train in. And then, like, I got past so the short. second episode, and then I was like, huh. I was like, I need to see what happens in the next episode. Yeah. And then the next one came, I was like, huh. I kind of want to see what happens in the next episode now. And then I was like, yo, there's only like two more episodes left. So I may yeah, just like, finish this right now at this point. Yeah. So, you know, six episodes. If you're a fan of Dragon Age, it's really good. If you're not a fan of Dragon Age, it's still probably really good. If you it's watch, good, you just won't have the. Oh, uh, yeah. You're not going to have like all the lore and all the, and all the background. Stuff, why stuff. it's important. And because this kind of leaves off like open-ended because it leads right into the next game i think they're going to do a second season with this well they said this is like the go between between inquisition and dreadwolf oh i know i know oh but no they I, probably I, will I, wait so so so, so, so the, the mcguffin is going to be in the game which is what i was thinking too yeah most likely but, yeah but all right so i mean that works too but i i kind of wanted to see like i could definitely watch another season this is if you like dota if you liked um legend of the wolf witcher of legend of the wolf was it yeah yeah um if you like like vox machina Mm -hmm. if you like any of those things this is a good this is another good animated animated fantasy and speaking um, of vox machina matthew mercer of course he's everywhere he's always he's he's fairbanks and i feel like he's a bunch of like the side random characters too because i feel like i hear his voice all over the place i wonder if fairbanks i know fairbanks actually comes from the game i like he was a background character i wonder if matthew mercer voiced him in originally but it's it's, maybe the action in it is fucking fantastic Mm -hmm. it's like the animate the choreography and the animation for it is like it's so slick and just so fast like the like the hand-to-hand combat is just like ridiculous the 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 main character miriam is an assassin yeah, she's and, bad. And her, first of all, her two her two daggers are just ridiculous, and then the fact that like you find out they're just like kind of basically like roped together is just it's just awesome shit. But like then they make mages just look so ridiculous in this. Like it's just like 
I, I don't remember being able to do stuff like that in the game. Like, I mean, <laughs> I mean, you can, but like they make it more like uh, Kingdoms of Amalur, where you can be physical mm-hmm. with the with your like staff and stuff like that, and not just throw fireballs and throw ice and, and you know and freeze people in place, which is something I wish they could do in Dragon Age. Um, but they represented like all kind like all kinds of characters in it and all kinds of races like i i loved everybody in this in the the group um i know people are gonna be i know i saw something you know someone flipping out talking about it's woke and whatnot and i'm like no no actually it's it's not it's not woke if you played the game (laughs) exactly you can have (laughs) you can have the you can have same-sex relationships with people in the games so you think don't even people weren't trying to bang iron bull yeah, don't yeah, don't even act like so. I was just like, all right, this this is a very I good like, representation of the I game. Like the, flirtation the game between, world. It was um, hilarious. It was hilarious. Lachlan and what's what was uh Phil Lamar's character's name? I forgot his name. I, I forgot his uh Roland. Roland. Yeah, Roland. Yeah, those, yeah, those like, two they were, were just hilarious. Yeah, because it's just like, are they going to or not? Like, is this yeah, just, like, like, like y'all in the middle of a Lachlan's fight? This like, is not the time for that. Like, we he's we, like oblivious of it half the time. <laughs> No, he ca- it's like he catches it at the last second. He catches second, it, like, like, yeah, later. <laughs> He's like, wait, like, like, I oh. wait, I could have. Oh, okay. But, like, the 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 just, just everything about it was, like, the, all the characters were fun. There's a twist. There's another twist. Yeah. It's, yeah, like, the, <laughs> it's like, it's like, I'm like, very good. yeah, this is, I was literally watching it. I'm like, yeah, this is Dragon Age. This is, yeah, this mm-hmm. is, this is Dragon Age. Like, this is the way they told the story, the way, like, yep. everybody has, like, some kind of tragic back your your main story is going to have some kind of tragic background and like everything about it fit that world um yeah i really wish it was more like eight episodes me um, too because when it ended i wanted more a lot more yeah and and that's why i was like i'm kind of hoping we get a second season and but then what the game we got because was very good well this is what i'm saying i'm hoping we still get a second season between the game because dreadwolf doesn't come out until like 2024 yeah, so if we get another season next year before that comes out, I would love that. I would love that. Tie up this story, and then they'd lead directly into the game. These characters were very good, and I they were their that. own little D and D crew, and it just yeah. it just yep. it exactly just fit. that it was just so good. The uh, the Canari, uh, what was her? Uh, Qu- um, yo, she was uh, yo Quidion. Huh? Quidion. Yeah, Quidion. Oh God, she had me crying. You know, like, she's, you know, first she's just and, like blow, she like blowing shit up, and, and she's constantly and just running Birch everything. Just just shit, 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 shit. And I'm like, yo, the the re- the reactions are like completely on point. It's just, yeah. And it's funny because she's more like Tiny Tina in this than she is um, Aloy. Yes, but like, it's so good. Yeah, <laughs> she's hilarious. She was so good. She was like I said, everybody was so good. Everybody played their part, even Josh Keaton. Um, oh yeah, played, yeah, he, yeah was he was good. he was very very good. Like yeah, yeah. and I, and the worst part was was like you kind of like him at first, and yes. then, and, then, and you want to like, like him, and and it's like and then and then and then the, and then the switch flips, and you're like oh, oh, so yeah, you really like, are anything more than just the nasty, dirty Tavinter. Uh, oh like, no, you, like, you're so, just like, exactly you, what she says you are. Exactly. Okay. All right. It it's so good. It was so well done. Yeah. I I it was more than I very I, good. Yeah. I, yeah. But um I also watched um because <laughs> it, it, it showed up on my Netflix and I went, what the fuck? Oh god, I gotta watch how bad this is. 
Plus, oh, Mark no. Cosmos is in it, so I needed to watch it. Um, Blade of the 47 Ronin. Oh, I have not heard good things about that at all. It's it, <laughs> it was such an early 2000s movie, and it just that's oh, not made in there. It, <laughs> it was just so I know, but it was so. Mm-hmm. And and the fact that they literally bill it as a sequel to 47 Ronin, and it and then it's like it's not okay, so that's I'm like, that's not even the sword that he used, and like, but you're saying it's the sword that he used, and 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 because they they literally there's literally like a, a like a two set there's like a, a scene where it's like we have to do exposition breakdown of how this is connected to the movie the original oh movie. Oh my god! And I'm just like, I'm like, oh, oh, okay, um, all right, um, yeah, <laughs> it was yeah, it was yeah, it was bad. It was it, it was it was bad. Like the fighting was okay. <laughs> But it was it, that was it, and it was like, but it was bad. It was like so much style over substance. It was like, and the style wasn't even good. Like, why? What they do to my man? What they did to my man Mike Mo's hair? I was so upset. I felt like Ed. I was like, why am I concentrating on his hair so much? But at the same time, it was so distracting that I like every time he was on scene, I'm like, who? What happened? Did someone like call his name while he was in the chair? Or something yeah. like that, and yeah, exactly. And then he just, and he just hair just, just, just and I'm just what? Just, but yeah, um, and I watched that movie, Warriors of Future. Now oh, that, man. that was fun. That, that was fun. That was a lot of fun. That was literally anime video game come to life. It, it was, it was, it was a Chinese movie. But you literally like, I'm watching it, and I'm like, this is a. Just, just straight up, like the first, the opening credits. I was like, "Yo, this is an opening cutscene." <laughs> I was like, "Yo, this is an opening cutscene." And then the movie started. I was like, "Oh shit!" Opening exposition. We get opening exposition. And then the and then the movie started proper. And then I was just like, "All right, this is okay. This is okay." And then they put on the the power suits, and I was like, "Oh shit, here we go!" And, just, and then it turned into anime video game all the way through. And I and I, but I had a I had a good time. I had a good time. It, it, it was it. I would say watch it just for the visuals um, alone. Uh, yeah, it's Warriors or Future. It's on Netflix. It's like I said. It's it's a fun movie. It's it, it's a definitely a turn your brain off because if you start thinking, you're gonna ruin it for yourself. <laughs> Like as soon as you start making, as soon as you start thinking, you're like, "Yo, this movie's just not gonna work." But yeah, it's anime video game come to life, and that's why I had a good time. Other than that, I didn't get into anything else. Um, unfortunately, I didn't get into Andor, and yeah, but it's okay. I, I got this week. It's okay. It's okay. I know. I'll get there. I I'll get there. <laughs> One day. No, not not like you. Not like you. It's not going to be one day. Not like me this this week. Don't don't even start with that. Yeah, what do you we mean? Had, don't we even had start a plan. with that. Don't when not like me. When, when my man watches arcade, get the fuck out of here. Not like me. Get the when fuck we can, out. When we can, when we can, when we when you watch arcade, everything I say that I'll definitely watch, I watch. I don't want to hear this shit. Where's arcade? I say I say things like I will watch it eventually, and Where's I don't. Arcane? What's it? Did you guys need me to watch Arcane? No, I never said I was going to watch it. 
I never yes, said, you, yes, yes, I'll do that. Yes, I'll do that yes, tomorrow. Yes. I never said that. No, ever. you didn't say you were going to do it tomorrow. You did I, say you'd watch it eventually, though. Eventually, you I will. You definitely did say that. Eventually, I will. Okay. So, like, 10 years from now, he'll get to it. Yeah. Well, one day. <laughs> one day, I'll watch it. Not one day. anytime soon. But, yeah, no, I'm going to I'm gonna get to Andor. It's just, it just, like, I really went to sit down and watch an episode after work this week, last week, and I was just like, I can't. I can't like work drain me to the point where I was like, I need something that's just going to turn your brain off. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. Cause as soon as they would have started talking politics, I'd have been like, Nope, can't do this today. Yeah. This is Andor. you need to, I know. And I need yeah, to be paying to attention. attention. There's some shakers get him back. and movers and there's I a, there, be watching there's a lot people of... and, and, oh, and I watched what? more. Oh, I did watch more. Um, Chainsaw man. That's, that's about it. And that show is just ridiculous. I don't, have you have you been watching that tone? I'm waiting for it all to be out so I can just watch it all at once. That might be a smart move. I'm because not... like week to week, certain things I can do, certain things. It's like I want to just get it all out. Well, we're like doing I my was... hero, so we're mixing back and forth between my hero and that right now. Okay, so we'll do like a couple episodes <laughs> of my hero and then like an episode of Chainsaw Man. So we're not even caught up to where they are. And the, I think they have like nine episodes out. So yeah, yeah, yeah. We're up to like sick. Yo, that show is so bugged out. It's so much fun though. But like they they say some raunchy and ridiculous shit. Oh yeah. And and the thing is, is it's like it's not even like it should be offensive, but it's not because of the context of the situation. And you're just like, I mean, my man has literally had never had anybody like listen to him or talk to him like like a human being in his entire life. So he has no filter and. Mm -hmm. (laughs) <laughs> it just he has he yeah, just wants to touch boobs just wants to touch boobs that's it, it. it there you go and and it's okay i and get like, it. It, it there you go even just said this like yo why <laughs> he was like he was right there what happened you couldn't even just like two seconds that's all it just, but yeah i'm just having fun getting blown away by anime with jacinda like every episode of both these shows has just literally been what the fuck? Yeah, and, the and we're having a ball. Ridiculous. And we're yeah. having a ball. We're having a ball. So that was my weekend. See what happens when you let me go first, Ed? Should just let me go last. Um <laughs> okay. I don't see the difference, but okay, I'll 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 <laughs> go with this, I suppose. Um, whether you go first or last, you're still gonna have the same things to talk about, yes? No. 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 Okay. I would have been more prepared. I would have been as meandering. Uh, okay. All you right. Put me well, on my heels. I don't like being on my heels. I, I, I mean, typically, to... I think every time that we come to do this, everybody's kind of ready. We all pretty much know what's going to happen every week, right? No, no, not when you do that. From now on, this is what's going to happen. I'm going to say, say I mean, first, because because then the you, thing. then me. All no, right. No, no, no. I, I like to switch. I'd like to switch it up. I don't want to throw you off your rhythm. Thing. Routines are horrible. But Jesus Christ. <laughs> my whole point was is that the, the thing only says what, what you did on the itinerary. So that's all I, I know. Nobody sends me what they did. I, I, I just, know. So 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 I just have it in my head. And then when you just say my name, I get so nervous and I just <laughs> you put them on the spot, Eric. Yeah, I, man. I feel I, like Emily now. Don't you take notes? Don't you take notes during the week of what you're gonna talk about? <laughs> 
No. I actually did have to like put it in my notepad. I did. I, like, I know. I'm going to forget. Time I don't. I, I do it back. as I go. If Half I watch the time, it, I just look back notes. at through at, at what we sent during the week. I like just scroll through and go, oh, yeah, we sent that. Oh, we sent that. Oh, I sent that. Oh, yeah. Because anything I find I, that I see, I usually send unless it's something that I can't verify or something that I'm just like, I, I could give two fucks about. Yeah, that's pretty much me, too. Anyway, yeah, so next so to be clear you don't want me to put this on a a like one person goes then the other person goes then the other person goes every oh, week rotate God, rotate no yes oh, rotations God. are good you just said it's not because i just i just said, said when you, you just drop first. it on me that i'm going first oh. it's not i oh, so just only, like, I only just second like, or third nowhere. is what you're saying like, i'm sitting here do what do you mean out of nowhere? We do this every fucking week. I don't know what you're talking about. This is my first time. Oh my god. Anyway, over to Tone. <laughs> What'd you get into, Tone? Uh well, like Brian, I watched Dragon Age Absolution, which as I said, <laughs> was great. Uh I finished up Andor, which we're gonna talk about later. So yes. I'm not gonna get yes. into that. Uh I also watched a uh, movie called The Gentleman on uh, Netflix, starring Matthew McConaughey, Charlie Hunnam, Hugh Grant. Oh, that's the um, uh, Colin Farrell, Guy Ritchie, director. the Guy Ritchie yeah, jump off. Yeah, I have that. I just still haven't watched it yet. It, it's it's a lot of fun. It's it's a good movie. I really liked uh, Colin Farrell. I like his character in this a lot. I like Charlie Hunnam a lot in this. Yeah. Matthew McConaughey, he was good, but like he wasn't like. He didn't stand out to me like the other ones did. Yeah. Um, I like the movie. If you like those like Guy Ritchie films about like the Lon- the UK underground scene and everything, like definitely check this out. Oh, Snake Eyes is in this too. Yeah, I was just gonna say I remember Henry Snatch. Golding is in it, so he was good. Wait, yeah, what, he what, was good. Who? Um Henry Golding, the dude who plays uh oh, okay. Snake Eyes. And if you watched uh the uh the show with the what the fuck was that show with the Mongolians on Netflix about uh, Kublai Khan? Mm-hmm, that one. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Um, but the guy who plays Thousand Eyes is in that. Okay, has, is in this also. He's Uncle Louis. Yeah, there's uh, a shit ton of people. Lord on George. Yeah, uh, Marco Polo. That's what that fucking show is called. Oh, I never even heard of that. What? Yeah. Never even heard of it. Yeah, it, it, the show's actually good. Like, um, but the guy who plays that hundred eyes is Lord George in the gentleman. Uh yeah, it, it like I said, all around good movie. I think I think it's fun. Uh definitely check it out if you're into those kinds of movies like Snatch, Lock Stock, all those movies. Yeah, like good, I think you British crime movie. Yeah, uh Charlie Hunnam, I feel like him and Colin Farrell were probably the standouts for me. Yeah. Yeah, him and Guy Ritchie buddies since that movie that flopped. Yeah. Robin Hood. Yeah. No, no, King Arthur. Oh, yes. Yeah, I feel that they're both Are bad. They the same thing. Well, no. <laughs> no. His name's Taron Edmonton. No, no I, actually, <laughs> see, I actually, yeah. Y'all can hate all y'all want, but I actually enjoyed King Arthur. But but Robin Hood was just okay. complete letdown. Like, I, I watched that and I was like, this has so many I remember both of them watching both. Yeah, like, but they like both no came good. out around the same time and is like, 
no one cares about these movies when they like when they came out no one cared about them like it, it was a wrong time for those that type of movie mm-hmm. but i feel like if that type of movie came out now be a little bit better but they've received. also both had such better adaptation oh, yeah. versions you know what i mean oh, exactly it's hard to hard to do it again but every 10 or 15 years they usually make another one kind of like the three musketeers but um yeah so that, um that movie but yeah, so gentlemen, good. But the other thing I did watch, I rewatched Willow for the first time in a very long time. You too? I forgot yeah. I watched that with Jacinda. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I watched, watched it because it I wanted ago, to watch because so. I wanted to go right into the series. And I did watch the first three episodes of the of the series, which uh I'm liking it a lot. I like I it a like- lot. I like the characters. Um, Ed, you've seen it, so yes, I will say, uh, uh Kit's a bitch, and yeah. <laughs> and also a dumbass, and and she needs to get smacked around a little bit. <laughs> it's going to be her ca- character arc, which I'm fine with, but it's like, girl, chill the fuck out. You know what I mean? Like, like she she's way too quick to like just be like, no, fuck this. Like, like right. she knows better than everyone else. Yeah. When I like when Jade was like you've never actually fought anyone. Right. And then she's like, I beat you all the time. And you're like, yeah, I let you. (laughs) But the girl, you mean you can beat the girl who is the exception to the rule to being let into this academy for night. She don't find that odd. You you don't think that's a little. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. I'm liking it a lot. Uh, The character's very cool. Um, Foreman is the man. Yeah, he's he, he's he's, awesome. he's I love his fucking cleaver long yeah. That thing's cool as shit. See, I, I can Jade finally start be... to to watch it. That's all I was waiting for because Jacinda lied to me. She told me, or they told me they watched it, and I was like, "Oh, so can we watch the show?" I go, "Can we watch Willow?" And they go, "I don't know what that is." I go, oh my God. "How do you not know what that is? You said you watched the movie." Oh yeah, it was on, and they put it on in school. And I didn't actually watch. Exactly. And I'm like, uh, uh. so we watched it. it and good. like, even going back to the movie, like it's a good movie. The show I feel like is better because just because of the, the times and everything that's coming, it's coming out at like the world in the movie doesn't feel fleshed out. doesn't feel like a real world. Right. Right. Yeah, like it feels like just my, them. And um, then like, like everywhere there's like people here there like it doesn't feel like you're in an actual world you're on a bunch of sets and everything yeah. but in the series it feels like a world like that you're going through and everything um yeah i think jade might be my favorite character so far okay um i just think she's really cool she's like badass and she's going through her own shit she i'm not going to say what she had to do in the third episode because brian right. didn't watch it but yeah it was it's getting better every episode, yeah. and I liked it from the first episode. So, which I'm, yeah, um, I'm, you know, pessimistic when I was going into it. I'm like, yeah, I'm probably not going to like this, and I was pleasantly surprised. So, I've liked everyone. You I know. one thing like about a lot of the characters, Willow included, like pretty much Willow and and like Kit, like they feel like they know better than everyone else, and it's like stop. Yeah. Like Willow got mad that Graydon was like, oh yeah, uh, like he's like translating what the, the person was saying and everything and like talking yeah. about like whatever. He's like, right. oh, are you the high set? Like, no, like 
but this kid knows what he's talking about. Right. If he was wrong, that would have been different. But exactly. I but, like I do like Willow's like quirky, funny shit that he says. Like, no, yeah, especially yeah, yeah. when they're in in his little village or whatever. Uh, the shit that he was saying was very good. I don't know. I just like it overall. I think it's really a fun show. I feel kind of bad for Tony on the same. Uh, Revelori for kind of being typecast because he's like the same kind of character Flash is. He's not a dick though. That's no, the good like, thing. but he's he's the same kind of character. He's just like a better version of that character in this. Yeah. I feel like this character is going to have a better arc and he's going to become something. Like, I feel like he's going to become a sorcerer in this because that's it seems what, like he, and they're, they seem to be subverting everybody's expectations. Like, this is your, your archetype. This is your archetype. Mm-hmm. And they're all changing slowly to be like, oh, this is what you thought that person was set up to be but it's going to be something else. And I think you're right. I think he is going to eventually be a sorcerer. Yeah. Like he, he seems like he knows the most out of all of them. Like he's the one that recognized the language when they saw it written on the wall. Uh-huh. And then like he, he was the one translating what they were hearing. Like he seems like he's got a lot more depth in there. And he's like right away when they find out who Alora Dannon is like, he's like, Nope. Yep. That's who, yep. I'm going to follow her. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Like the, it's, I like the little Motley crew they have going. I also do like that Mad Mardigan isn't dead. Yeah, he's just, we don't know where he's, he's at. Or he could be dead. We don't know. He's just gone. Right. As of right now. So that leaves it open for, I feel like he he has to show up in like the finale of this season at the at the very least, I feel like. I hope so. I mean, I love Val Kilmer. Yeah, so, so do I. I like, it would be really cool to see happens. him see him come back because that's like that's probably one of my favorite characters of his like, so i really like do, Mad you want, Mardigan. do you want them to do the star wars thing what yeah, do you basically mean? like for his voice because he can't talk like you want them to just i go- feel like they're they they could do a thing where kind of in top gun maverick he could show up and possibly mouth the words and have his son do the voice because his son well, does his the son is actually the, uh, his son is actually listed on the uh, IMDb oh, page. That makes sense. So, and he sounds a lot like him, like a whole lot. So like I he looks ridiculous. He even looks like him. Like yes. him. It's crazy how much he looks like him. But yeah, his son is listed as the voice of Mad Morgan. So, oh, okay. I think that's potentially what they could do, or that could be like flashback or something with his yeah. son, like voicing him. Um. But I feel like he has to show up at some point. Like it'd be really cool to see so. him. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much all I got into. I really, uh, yeah. Like I said, I'm really liking Willow, so go definitely check that out if you're a fan of the original movie or even just a fan of. If you're not like a fan of the original movie, which I was not, and I like this show, so that's what I'm saying. Like fantasy wise, like this is just good fantasy. Mm-hmm. I think like it's very good. Like you said, uh, it reminds you like of the classic D party getting put together and everything and that's i feel like this and dragon age both had that like very well done like they had like a r- pretty well rounded out party yeah um yeah i like it a lot definitely check it out you you like it and you don't like the movie so right so yeah i would definitely say check it out if if you guys want something good fantasy action-packed funny it's very good yeah. sometimes weird choices with the ending music but that and even kit like they made her 
speaking like contemporary speak. Yeah, there was something like, she said, and I was like, that doesn't fit. But then like it just went like she's the one, her and the brother, but you don't get a lot of the brother in the beginning. Um, or you know, only the first episode, but they both speak like they're from 2022, and everybody else speaks in this old, you know, old English colloquial, yeah, like fantasy, like yeah, high fantasy language, high fantasy language, yeah. So it's it's weird, and it's it was done. I read an article; it was actually done for a reason to kind of like give it a juxtaposition and give those characters kind of like to to show that those characters have the most to learn which yeah it makes, makes sense. sense like they're like yes. they're the young like naive kids and like it yeah. seems like all the young naive kids are the ones that are speaking like that right exactly um yeah i like it hopefully hopefully more people will check it out i'm enjoying it so far too mm-hmm. other than that i didn't get into a whole whole lot this weekend um we did watch a newer holiday movie just because we're trying to watch as many holiday movies we can and we watched spirited on apple tv which Mm. is will farrell and uh ryan reynolds Mm -hmm. it is exhausting exhausting (laughs) i mean the i'm telling you we turn this on and i'm watching it and it's like the story of Ebenezer Scrooge, but it actually has like a modern contemporary, a new take on it. And I'm like, okay, I can deal with this, but it's so much music. The music's not terrible, but it's like constant. And I, I just couldn't deal with it. I was like, okay, we're watching, we're watching it. It's getting to the point where things are starting to progress with the story wise and all. And I stopped it to go to the bathroom and we were 45 minutes in and there was 45 minutes left. And I was like, I can't fucking do it. I can't watch more of it. <laughs> so we just turned it off. I mean, it Dang. again, it's not a bad movie. It, it does have a pretty cool concept behind it. But I was just like, I you was tapped the out. The Scrooged concept? No, it's different, though. It, it has a better. It's an it actual has, musical. Has a different spin to it than <laughs> just the regular Scrooge concept. It's no, it I said a, Scrooged. Has even even different than Scrooge. It's it's something something interesting. I'll I'll say that it's an interesting idea. Not interesting enough to make you want to finish it. Not forty five more minutes worth of interesting. I was like, (laughs) fuck that. I can't do it. So we turned that off. But uh, production wise, it looked great. It looked like a million bucks. But uh, I just was not interested in watching it for forty five more minutes. Neither was anybody else. Nobody was putting up a fight. They were like, okay, let's watch something else. Um, but we did conclude White Lotus season two that just had its uh, final episode on Sunday. And just like season one, this season has been phenomenal. Um, if anybody, it's just a good drama series. It's outstanding. I love the first season. I love the second season. They're both kind of on their own. There's only one carryover character from the first season to the second season. Um, and it's just, it's kind of like a little bit of a murder mystery involved in it. It's funny. It's really funny. It's, it's so good. I mean, I don't know if you guys did either. You watched the first season of, uh, that show. That's a show I would tell anybody to watch. It's so goddamn good. It's so well 
passed, so well acted, so well shot. It's beautiful because both the first season was set in Hawaii, gorgeous. This season is set in Italy. I mean, the you know cinematography there, it's just beautiful. And uh, I really love this show. It's it's outstanding. So if you have a chance, take a look at that because it's definitely worth your while. Um, and it is being picked up for a third season from what I was reading. And they're saying that the third season, uh, the the guy who writes it, Mike White, he said that the first season was kind of about money and, and the second season is about sex. So he's thinking that the third season will be more based around uh, spirituality. And he's hoping that they can go to like some kind of Middle Eastern country or something like that in the third season for the setting. So I'm excited for that. Great show. Um, but other than Willow and Andor, I, I didn't really get into too much else. So we can jump into the news. Um, starting off on a sad note, we lost another legend that was in this industry over the weekend. Uh, Kirsty Alley lost her battle with cancer at the age of 71. <clears throat> another person I didn't even know she was sick. I hadn't read anything about it or anything like that. Uh-uh. But she just... Past recent rate that she she diagnosed because it said short battle with cancer. Yeah, I mean it, it. I we all probably grew up like everything that she was in. I watched watched all the uh, Cheers, which is the later episodes when she was in it. She was terrific. Um, I really liked the Look Who's Talking. The first two movies I like a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, she was also in V uh, when that was out. She's been in a ton of stuff. Star Trek, the second one movie she was in, right? I mean, she's just yeah, Wrath of Khan. Yeah, she's just and beautiful too. I mean, just a, a really, really beautiful lady. It sucks that you know she was taken. That the one thing that I saw over the weekend was John Travolta kind of had like a tribute to her, which was kind of touching and. I started thinking about it like the three women in his life have all passed in the last couple of years. Like the, the, or, you know, obviously his wife, Kelly Preston passed a few years ago and then John, who was his biggest co-star and, and now Kirstie Alley is probably his second biggest co-star ever have. And now all three of them are gone and that's gotta be a, and plus the tragedy he had with his son when he was younger, it's gotta be a real bummer for him as well. Because apparently he was very close with Kirstie Alley. So it's a shame. Unfortunately, she will be missed. Um, but she left behind a lot of lot of really good stuff. I would say my favorite stuff of hers is the later seasons of Cheers. She her. Yeah. Just classic stuff. Um, really, really funny. There's not much else I can say. I yeah, I mean that's growing up uh, with the, with her on Cheers, but and yeah. definitely look who's talking. But Cheers will definitely be the highlight. Yeah, yeah, yeah she was great on Cheers. So, and I mean, even like reruns, even like if it comes on now, like I'll still watch every once yeah, in a while. Yeah, I, I find myself watching <laughs> Cheers a lot actually because just one of those classic shows where you could pick it up. At any time, yeah. Any, it's, it's just too funny. Yeah. Um. Uh. Well, we also got some news that HBO 
streaming has repackaged and it's with discovery plus now well, and they drop the, it's going to be. yeah it's coming it up a, yeah i'm sorry yeah. it's going to be renamed just max no hbo in front of it and it'll have everything that discovery plus had and hbo max had together um that's i guess part of this whole rebranding that they're trying to do kind of all the way down the line so i guess we'll i mean with that soon keeping the max name is smart because it's a brand people are going to recognize <clears throat> like when i hear discovery plus i think that's part of like disney mm-hmm. uh-huh. um like because i think like espn plus hulu plus like they're all owned by disney like so yeah uh keeping the max name like losing the hbo like that sucks because i feel like hbo is the bigger name <laughs> yeah that's what i was thinking but, but i guess since it's hbo and this dropping and discovery sense, yeah 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 and the thing is like with these acquisitions and stuff they happen so frequently now that it's like they seem to be <laughs> renaming and dropping things and picking things up a lot now so who knows what's going to happen in the future but for now that's what they're saying they're going with it's just going to be renamed max and that will be coming soon um but apparently they're going to keep all the programming from both of those streaming on this yeah yeah, for now. yeah whatever they didn't whatever they didn't cancel yet yeah exactly um we also found out that the ghostbusters afterlife sequel has gotten a director uh they got director Gil Keenan. And I don't know much of this person's filmography. I'm just glad that they're moving forward with a sequel because I, I want them to make one sooner rather than later. The only thing that matters on his filmography is Monster House. Yeah. And that's the one that I saw, but it's also like the other stuff on there, it didn't really catch my yeah, eye. Like, like it could mm. be good. I don't know. I have no idea. <clears throat> I mean, he was uh, a writer on Afterlife. Um, and executive producer, so he's he be doing that now with he's definitely been involved. It just sucks that um what's his name isn't coming back to direct um Josh Jason Raitman. Cause I think he would have been like keeping it in his hands and like it would have been perfect but who knows why he's not yeah coming back i'm just excited for more ghostbusters i think this will be fine in this guy's hands like i said he was involved in afterlife and monster house i love that movie so yeah it's a great movie uh yeah i haven't watched it in a long time actually yeah that's such a good one Oh fuck! I did watch something else, and I just remembered. Okay, Pinocchio. Oh, Pinocchio, the good oh, one or the shit one? The Guillermo del Toro one. Uh, okay, yeah, all right. Very, very fucking good. Okay, I was definitely check it out soon too. Definitely check it out. See, this is why I need to write it down in my notes because I like Monster House just reminded me of that. But it was very good. I like the spin that he takes on that story because it's not just your basic Pinocchio story. It's he can't, takes a different, he can't takes be worse a, than that Disney one, dude, that he, Disney he, one. well, that, that one, they were just trying to remake their thing. Like he takes his, he makes it his own and he yeah. does what Guillermo del Toro does best by like 
making you care about these characters and the voice acting across the board is very good so okay. definitely recommend that one all right well i'll have to throw it out on the list because i have several well, movies at least i've been in the mood mood for tv more than movies lately but i'll have to throw that on the list mm-hmm. um speaking of movies we are being confirmed that jackie chan says that they are developing the rush hour four film i know you had said that this has been in the works for a while i wasn't aware of it but uh i guess we're eventually going to get this so yeah, they were just been trying to get shit together to to yeah, I guess probably their like, schedules more than anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, hopefully this they is, have something. Probably like the confirmation them. confirmation. I don't think they have a director yet, though, which I think they need to get on mm-hmm. quickly. <laughs> yeah, that's why like one can't, of the major uh, components of a film. <laughs> can't let Jackie Chan sit around for too long. Mm-mm. That's the thing. I mean. He's not getting any younger getting for the there, action you know? that he does. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it'd be cool if like this was like them passing the torch kind of thing. Handing it off, yeah. To who? I don't know. Mike Moan. I would cut ca- up haircut. I <laughs> I would kind of want them to flip it to where the Asian cop is like the one that's not by the books and everything, and then you have like the American, he can be whatever. Uh, you can have him black, Latino, whatever, um, and have him be the one that's like more of a badass, but by the books. Mm. I think that would be cool. But whatever they do, I'm excited. I like the Rush Hour movies. They're fun. It's just been so long since the last one. Yeah, it's been quite a while. But I, I like all three of them. The first one, obviously, is yeah. my favorite, but all three of them were fun, so... Hopefully that comes soon. Um, we also got some news that the Better Call Saul executive producer is developing a Remo Williams TV series that will be titled The Destroyer. Which is based on, because it's the title of the books that the, that movie was based on. Oh, okay. I wasn't aware of that. I, I, yeah, don't see, know I didn't know that about. either. That's why I was like, why, why would you call it that? Yeah, they didn't want to call it that. They didn't want to call it. I get, yeah, no, I get that, but back it's like, in the day, but mm-hmm. yeah, the, the 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 series of books is literally known as the Destroyer. Well, that's interesting now. So, I mean, anything that the Better Call Saul team is behind, I'm on board. That's a phenomenal show. Obviously, this will be a little bit more. Or you would think it would be a little bit more lighthearted, adventure focused than Better Call Saul is, but still, if they're bringing that kind of quality. I'm I'm there for it. Um, I think we're all fans of Remo Williams, so that's mm-hmm. it's going to be fun to see that character come back. Will the adventure finally continue? <laughs> Sounds that way. Well, I don't know why they don't just call it Remo Williams in the Destroyer. Um, because Remo Williams is what has the, you know, the the catch to it. Everybody mm-hmm. knows, you know. So maybe that that name may change further down the line. But I would definitely. I would definitely call it that, um, but we'll see. I mean, you know, it's a long time out from it actually coming to pass. So, oh yeah, there could be changes. Obviously, we want to see who they cast and the roles. Um, I know we were talking about it briefly the other day, but literally, they could get anybody they want to play the role, and as long as it makes sense and they're good actors and it's done well, mm-hmm. I'm, I'll, I'll definitely check it out. So hopefully that 
this ends up being something that that looks cool when we finally get it. Um, another thing that I'm glad we're going to get now because it was in, in developmental hell forever. Uh, Mike Flanagan, the master, is officially working on a series adaptation of Stephen King's saga, The Dark Tower. This the best way to do it. It's the only way to do it. And they've known that because they flip flop back and forth. This has been going on for years. Should we make it's, it a movie? Should we make it a movie and a show? Should we? Those books are so long. Yeah, yeah. It's like each crazy. one so is so much long. stuff goes on in them. Let alone like as many as there are because there's so many books in that series. Yep. And they're all connected to all of his other books. Uh huh. Like there's so much you have to do, and there's nobody better than Mike Flanagan. I'm sorry, like that That's- guy. He's a fan, and he this this was his dream project. So yeah, this is this is the best person to do this. What he should be doing, absolutely. I'm yeah. I don't know if you saw just like a last week, or I think it was last week or the beginning of last week. He did come out, and they uh, canceled season two of Midnight Club on Netflix, which I watched the first season. I wasn't overly impressed with it, mm-hmm. um, but. Which I this you don't see this a lot. Once a show gets canceled, it's kind of that's it. And whatever questions you had, it's whatever. Fuck you. He came out and he gave an entire rundown of what the second season was going to be and and closed all the loops and told you exactly what was happening, which is phenomenal for people who love that show. You know what I mean? Like because nobody wants to be left on cliffhangers. And that's kind of what that show did, because they were confident that they were coming back for another season. Mm -hmm. But he uh, laid out everything that was going to happen in that second season, which I thought was really cool of him. Um, That's awesome. I'll have, I'll have to. Did you did you watch any of that tone? I didn't finish it. Okay, because yeah, it it was all the questions that I had where it kind of left me flat was like mm-hmm. they're not giving me anything. This is one season I want to kind of have it at least answer some of these. He wraps everything up, which is really awesome. Um, That's awesome. But now that he's leaving. Netflix, he's going to have a uh I guess he has a new contract with um where's he going? Amazon. I think he's going to Amazon. Is that where they're doing I, the show? He's going to Amazon for a developmental deal. So I'm assuming that's where the show will be. Yeah, most likely. I think that's a good that's like a great, my that's a my great best spots would it. have been would have been Amazon or HBO. I yeah. think those are the best spots for that show, but I like Amazon because they're they are throwing money at the stuff they put out. Like, and I'm know. like 90% sure it's Amazon that he has this deal with. It, um, it might be. Like, I, I believe that's right. what it was. Um, so, yeah. So if he's going there for this developmental deal, I'm assuming that this is this one is of the things he's going to have uh, coming out of it. So I'm super excited for that. Like you said, Mike Flanagan, he's a master. The, the guy knows what he's doing. He understands Stephen King, too. And Stephen King, he's delivered, what, four different things now of his that are phenomenal. So I'm really excited for this. And especially with the the cast that he usually, you know, brings back. Yeah. So I'm I'm excited. I'm really excited because I can see some of those people that are in his other stuff showing up characters in the um, Dark Tower. Yeah, I wonder who Rahul Coley is going to be. Man, there's, so, be, many that's a possibilities, thing. there's so many. That's the thing. The people that he usually has, he can put them anywhere. And yeah. I'm like, yep, 
that makes yep that works <laughs> exactly Ah oh, man i can't wait i can't wait to see what all comes out of this because the film that we got i wasn't super crazy about if it was just a one-off action movie action fantasy yeah. movie it was fine it was you know it wasn't it's anything great tower, it wasn't though. terrible but it wasn't dark tower and you know that's what you want you want to have that that book series realized on film and that's not what that was so i can't wait for this to come out um in the same genre we also got uh dungeons and dragons which we know is coming out soon they released an international poster that that poster is so much better i thought that one was better right it was cool uh it's with so the, much better kind of all them looking the down was the first yeah. one's like it's too busy there's too much stuff yeah like, this this is the first one right like it's, it was just heads like they always do oh, like, the it's like there's too much stuff going on where the international one it's them in a circle like all the lead leads that are in this party in a circle it's just better like uh, like from a bottom like right, from the below yeah the it looks camera, like camera yeah angle. i've seen I'll, it i just didn't know what the i don't remember what the first one looked like though. yeah it was more just cut and dry what they usually do for posters which you know we've seen it a million times but this one i like better but uh this dungeon no one gives me vertigo <laughs> no one gives you vertigo i can actually see that <laughs> Yeah, they'll have to pull it soon. <laughs> Too many people are going to say that. Uh, I'm excited for this movie. You know I am because yeah. Dungeons and Dragons is my shit. Uh, and like it seeing fun. the behind the scenes stuff where they did like the mix of practical effects with like the special effects, like the fact that there's actual like people on there in costumes for some of these monsters, like pretty fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and it seems like the people that are behind us, the directors, like they're fans. They know that they want to give the fans a good movie. So mm-hmm. I hope it's better than the other Dungeons and Dragons movies we've gotten before. What are you talking about? The ones with the, the ones with um um like Marlon Wayans and shit? That mm-hmm. was great. Mm-hmm. Yep. So good. Jeremy Irons. So yep. good yeah, in that, that movie. That's the one I remember. And I remember seeing it in a movie theater because my friend was adamant that we went to see it. And I was like, Jesus, is this just terrible? Or I just know, don't know about this or what's going on? Nah, it was it bad. Pretty bad. The, the, sec- bad. the sequel, the direct-to-video sequel was better. Yeah. That's not saying much. No, it's yeah. not. That's it's good. not. It, it, that's what I'm saying. It was like, I was I watched that on sci-fi and I was like, wow, this is this is more Dungeons and Dragons than, than the first movie was. Yeah, that's, that's what they got right in those like direct-to-TV sequels. Like, they were more in the vein of Dungeons and Dragons where that movie they were just trying to like they had a studio tell them no you got to do this you got to do this you got to do this and you got to make sure that this is in there I feel like this one is more in line of like no we got to make it feel like Dungeons and Dragons first then everything else mm-hmm. like we get those iconic things in there like we got a mimic we got the owl there um, like they're trying to make those things become like as soon as people see it that, oh, that's Dungeons and Dragons. That's what that that's an owlbear. I know that because that's from Dungeons and Dragons. Like they're making all those things become synonymous with that. And like so that people, the general public will see that and know what it is like right away. Yes. Yeah. Well, hopefully that ends up being as good as it looks. I mean, the 
I liked the uh, trailer a lot, so I'm hoping yeah, it, it looks so much fun. Hope it delivers. Um, yeah. We did get some news right before we jumped on here that neither of you seem too thrilled about. Um, <laughs> we found out that a live action adaptation of My Hero Academia with Obi-Wan Kenobi writer Joby Harold was picked up by Netflix. So their their track record with turning anime into live action hasn't been stellar thus far. I mean, if fans give shit a chance, like this is the this is it's either going to come out and it's going to be absolute shit, or it's going to come out and it's going to be pretty decent, but people are still going to riot against it and and not watch it, and then it's going to get canceled. My neither, problem, neither neither which I'm looking forward to. My so. problem with this is I don't want it to become Death Note. Because that movie was garbage. God, please no, don't do that. That's what I'm saying. That that's the first. That's the first one. It's the first. That's that's garbage. And like I was saying to Ed, this is my one of my least favorite Star Wars things. Like it's not up there for me. Like, mm-hmm. get, like oh, this guy's attached to it. Cool. Yeah. Right. And like the other things he's like written aren't like. Not all of them are good. Like, like it, it's Robin Hood, which we are just yeah, talked about. We've being already bad. established that. A King Arthur <laughs> that he was also involved with, which he isn't likes to work like, with Guy Ritchie, apparently. Uh, but yeah, like he wrote Army of the Dead, which again, not a good movie. People love that um, stupid movie, though. Yeah, like th- there's not a lot here that's like, oh my god, this is blown. The only things that are good that he's been involved with, John Wick Chapter Three, yeah, and the new Transformers movie that we don't know if it's good or bad yet, but it's good. <laughs> if you say so, <laughs> we don't know if it's good or bad, but it's good. Okay, <laughs> I'll take your word for it since uh, nobody else knows either. But I will take uh, your word that it's good. I'll, but I mean, like that already looks better than other things he's worked on. I agree with that. I mean, from the trailer, um, it looks cool, but you never yeah, like. I Netflix doesn't have a good track record with adapting anime into live action. Cowboy Bebop was a different take on that story, and it was still good. Like it felt like Cowboy Bebop. I feel like they're going to like what Brian said they should do is what they should is exactly what they should do. They should make it like that fan film where the, it's an the American school that is the uh, um, counterpart to the Japanese school mm-hmm. that we see in the show. That's what they should do and not try to adapt these characters from the series. They should make it their own thing because they're going to they're going to make them in America and they're going to make them that they're these white kids name a white kid named Deku. Yes. That makes so many. Right. And a or white they'll change the name Bobby and everybody will be pissed off about that. Yeah, Like, so. like when they made light Yagami light Turner in death note, like it's like, come on. I could like, definitely see the problems that will arise from this. So I just, it's like, just leave the shit alone. Yeah. Just leave it alone. Like, and the thing is, we don't know yet what the one piece uh live action that they're doing what that's going to look like but we've seen stuff and it looks fine i'm not the biggest fan of one piece as i've said before i don't care as much about that but i know that the people that do care they're going to be looking at that shit like hard yeah <laughs> like the one piece fans have sat around they've 
they've stuck around for over a thousand episodes of a of an anime. Like they're gonna let you know if that shit's bad. Mm-hmm. Quickly. Um, but yeah, my hero, it's such a good and easy concept that you could just adapt to just here. And the thing is, it's known that there are heroes in the US and other parts of the world because they have shown up in the manga and in the anime. Like you can and easily they've only do used it, a couple, so they could they could literally you just ease like All Might came to the US at one point and they could easily do stuff like that where like it could be when he was here and you could have someone playing him like young and have him be here and training like heroes or whatever. Hmm. But that that live action that live action shit was really good. They need to watch that shit over and over again. Yes, they do. And 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 then just be like, you know what? Let's just watch it. Let's just make this. Let's, let's just let's get just them make to come this. Over. Yeah, let's, let's just get them and let's make this a series. Because that mm-hmm. shit had me like three episodes that I shouldn't. Uh, Fifteen minutes a piece. I was like, yeah. I need more. Yeah, like make it the American equivalent to UA High, and like have it, you know, be that, so that it's a companion series, not a complete adaptation. Mm-hmm. I think that's the smarter thing to do. I don't don't think that's what they're going to do. They're going to do what we said, and they're going to have a white kid with green hair. (laughs) (sighs) mm. Well, it's going to be fantastic. You know it. (laughs) Fan-fucking-tastic. I mean, who knows? Avatar, from what we've seen so far, Looks like they're going in the right direction. Not I've just I it just did that in my brain. I went, what the fuck is he talking about? And then I went, oh the last airbender. The last airbender, (laughs) yes, yes. The real avatar. Yeah, not this bullshit coming out with now. Uh, anyways, yeah. I mean, they did they did the right thing there. They they cast um race appropriate people and all that stuff. They all look good there, so. I mean, who knows? We're just gonna have to wait and see. I'm not optimistic yet, though. <laughs> yeah. Well, one thing I know you were very optimistic about because the two of you just kept shooting off trailers and thoughts. Go. That is something else I watched over the weekend, but I knew we were gonna talk about it here. So uh the 2022 game awards. Yes, yeah. you two watch that. I Big shocker did not. I was just going on YouTube and I just saw a bunch of trailers. It was like, oh, oh, that must be going on right now, huh? Yeah. And then the I, game saw, I said after like the third one, I was like, you know what? I'm just wait. I'm gonna just wait. The game awards were good. Uh they've gotten back into the swing of things. This was the first year they were back with uh a live crowd, actually, which was good. Um this is this is very good. It was it was a good show. Uh, started out very weird with Al Pacino being there to present the award for best performance in a video game. Like the man has nothing to do with video games at all. Now, my man, you, you, that's what you think he's going to show up in in, in Cyberpunk twenty twenty. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that'd be great. But like he even says it, like, and it was funny because you could tell he was reading a teleprompter. And he says it in the one part. He's like, the teleprompter's going too slow for me. <laughs> and like he stopped. But it was cool because he he uh 
gave the award to Christopher Judge, who won who won for God of War Kratos. for his performance as Kratos. Uh, yeah, Christopher Judge well deserved, like so good in that role, and it was cool for him like to be up there with Pacino. You could tell like he was very excited to be up there with him. Uh, he when Pacino, when he got up there, Pacino tried to like walk off and like Christopher Judge like grabbed him to give him a hug before he could do he was that. Like, nah, you ain't going nowhere. He's like, nah, not yet. You're you're staying here with me for a little bit. Uh yeah, but uh the big winners from the night, God of War won a lot. Um but yes, uh Stray won best indie debut game. Uh, like I said, God of War won a lot. Arcane won best video game adaptation. Really? I didn't know there was. A, uh, is that a new award? It's it's a yeah. This was the first year they did it, so that's why Arcane was up for it again, which like they should have been up for it last year, but it was up against Cyberpunk Edge Runners, which had a chance to win. But I feel like Arcane is still the better show out of those two. Yes, um, story wise and everything. Yeah. Yes. Um. Uh, Uncharted was on that list too, and Sonic too. Those are the okay. other things that were it was up against, but Arcane easily the best out of those four. Um, yeah, there's a um, Kojima came out. He um, was talking about his new uh, game Death Stranding two, which keeping on from the first Death Stranding with Norman Reedus, like he's in it again. Um, Did you play the Walking Simulator? I did not. I want to play you, it now. You didn't, you didn't want to play the walking, the walking delivery the, simulator because the new game's coming out and the new game looks so like like they're actually doing stuff. Like it's like, do I need to play the walking simulator to like know what's going on? I, I can't play the walking simulator. I, I started just, playing I, it, Brian, and I was like, I don't know if I can do this for how many ever hours this ha- is for. A lot. A lot. And it's like sucks because like one of my favorite voice actors, Troy Baker, is in that. And like I want to get to his character because his character looks so cool in this. And it's That's like, the skull mask dude, right? Yeah, I was like, I don't know if I could. Yeah, he looks awesome. <laughs> and I don't know if I can do it. Um, yeah, no, God of War again. They won for best narrative in the video game. They won for like, uh, I forget what the award was called. But it was like um, Bear McCreary won for the score for God of, of War Ragnarok, which he was I up know, against. There some, was, it was up against. He was stuff, up against like some good stuff, but like I a hundred percent. Yo, that, Bear that, McCreary that, winning that man. That that soundtrack was ridiculous. That man knows how to like score something. He's very very good. Um, and I mean the big awards of uh, uh, that's what it was. Uh, Accessibility, innovation, and accessibility. God of War won that, which is one of their new awards too. Um, Elden Ring won best game direction, and they won game of the year, which rightfully so. There's no other game this year that came out that did what Elden Ring did. Like Elden Ring took the world by its throat for like a couple months mm-hmm. <laughs> when it came out, and no, no other game has done that. Um, <laughs> There were some good performances. Hosier was there performing the song from uh, from God of War Ragnarok, which is actually a re- very good performance. It was really cool. Um, there was a song from God of War Ragnarok. That can yeah, be- Hosier is actually in on like the actual 
uh, soundtrack because he's in one of the songs with Bear McCre- like Bear McCreary. Oh, like, okay. Did everything, and he 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 was he's like singing on it. Um, very good though, very good song. Um, besides that, there was another one by Halsey, who came out to perform her song that she's making for Diablo Four. Interesting. Which I was like, it's it was funny because the way the performance started, there's a bunch of people in robes standing on there in like the dark, and you see one person come out and throw the robe down. I was like, who the fuck is this? It's someone. They're standing very sexually. Who is this woman? And then it was Halsey, and I was like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, she's making a song for them and partnering with them. And then they showed a new world premiere trailer for Diablo Four, which. Again, phenomenal. Blizzard makes phenomenal trailers, as we've said before, with their Overwatch stuff. Uh, the big trailers, though, were, for me, Dune Awakening. That shit looks amazing. Uh, survival MMO in the Dune world. And it was actual in-engine in uh, gameplay. The thing that is- kills me about that game is, is it looks so much like the movie, and yet its own thing yes that it's like it's yeah it's like the perfect it's like the perfect uh multimedia crossover thing for Mm -hmm. because like it'll give you the chance to play in a world that's that's very close to the movie but not exactly similar enough but not like exactly it exactly and then you'll get to do different things yeah yeah um transformers reactivate yeah which the entire time i was watching that trailer because i was watching during the game awards i didn't know what it was and i'm sitting there like oh what is this is this a new titanfall is this like another mech game like something along those lines and then it hit with the transformers i was like what the fuck they're gonna give us a dark gritty transformers game yeah i saw the the some of the like leaked like supposed cut scenes or or for the game or and i'm like yeah this should be interesting i will play this yeah um hellboy web of weird looks very i like the, the the art style and look, that art style, like it looks like Mignola's life, uh, life art style come to life. So it looks awesome. I just need, I just would have liked some actual gameplay. Yeah. Um, they did show off some new characters in Street Fighter 6, and they showed DJ, who looks badass. Mm-hmm. Uh, they announced Hades 2, which, if you played the first Hades, it looks like more of that just with some new things and with a character that is less known in mythology. There's not a lot written about her, so they could do a lot more. They have a lot more leeway with what they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, that looks good. I love the first Hades game. Uh, other big thing, like I said, Death Stranding too. They showed uh, the world premiere trailer for Tekken 8, which looks awesome. Yes, it does. Uh, Baldur's Gate looks fucking amazing. That game, I hope it's coming to consoles because I don't want to have to get a PC just to play that game. This looks phenomenal. Uh, they did show more uh, clips from the Mario, the Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, and you get I, to hear a little I bit saw, more of Chris Pratt. Um, I saw that clip. It looks Not fine. Bad. 
yeah, yeah look, like it, it like i actually was like okay now i kind of want to see this because i like what they're doing with the whole world and everything yeah but like I, looks, I was like i'm still fine, not going in the theaters to see it but uh, there's a movie called i mean a game called crime boss that was announced oh you mean gta celebrity that looks ridiculous with everybody that's in this fucking game and like for some reason it says like the official synopsis says that it's set in the 90s but it looked has a very 80s aesthetic to it like mm-hmm. i don't understand if, if these people understand the difference uh yeah that game looks ridiculous they added idris elba to the world of cyberpunk in the next big DLC that's coming out for Cyberpunk called Phantom Liberty. Mm-hmm. That was huge. And Keanu like, Reeves returns. Yeah, I mean, he's he's still there as Johnny Silverhand, but like adding Idris Elba, great. Um, Armored Core 6, Fires of Rubicon was announced, being made by From Software, which are the people behind Elden Ring. That's huge because Armored Core is a mech franchise. And as far as I know, the From Software guys have never done anything like this. So what an Armored Core made by them looks like, I don't know what that means. But this game, the trailer they showed, which was all like CG and everything, looked phenomenal. It looks amazing. And I love the original Armored Core game. So super excited about that. And uh, we got a Final Fantasy 16, another trailer for that, which that game still looks great. I mean, all in all, great show there's some other trailers and stuff that came out but we'll talk about those with the things that they belong to like star wars Mm -hmm. (laughs) so getting right into star wars they did announce they did show the first uh official trailer for star wars jedi survivor uh that game looks so fucking good cal castus looks a awesome i love and the I, goatee on him i love the uh first game so like i'm super excited for this and they d- actually did have cameron monahan there and he did come out after the trailer with his lightsaber and it was really cool <laughs> like seeing him like in the full it's like i just want him to be this character in an actual like show up in a series or a movie or something like did you did you see that the special edition um version of that comes with a lightsaber? Comes with his lightsaber. Oh yeah, it comes with his lightsaber. And it it was only on limited run, so it's a very limited amount of those actually being made. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um can we get Cal Kestis in live action? Like that dude. Well, what what time frame does do these games take place in? This They're, one's gonna take place right around the same time as Obi Wan. The first one took place yeah. five years before that. So yeah, like, this is literally right after uh, that. That one takes place, I think, like what five years or six years after Order sixty six. Yeah, it's yeah, it's probably around that because he was alive for Order sixty six and he survived. Could potentially so, show up. And in that's a, Mando or in Boba what Fett, I, he'd what be a I lot older. More than anything, older, was for yeah. him to be the one that showed up to take Grogu. Like that makes more sense to me than it being Luke. I think Cal being there would have been a better thing. Yeah, that would have been. That would be, that would definitely be a better 
play. That would have been cooler. I like, like I said, Cameron Monaghan, he is him. Like they made the character look like him. Like, and he's, you can tell he loves playing this character. (laughs) And like, like I said, seeing him in Cal's clothes on the stage, like, it's like, cool. Like, let this guy just do this. And like, I think I think half the reason that they're doing this whole casting people and then like making the characters really look like them is so that there is that possibility that if they do want to put them into live action, they can do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, even uh, in the first one, what's what? I can't think of his, the 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 Jedi that ends up training him. Uh, or retraining him or Deborah Wilson. Yeah. Looks just like Deborah Wilson. Yeah. Like she looks now exactly she's got like the her. bald head now and everything. Yeah. In the, in the, in, in the new trailer, you see her with the bald head. Like, so you could easily bring her in too. Yup. There's, and I mean, I know, and Saul Guerrero was in the first game. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of, like he could show up in, Andor. He probably will. If he doesn't show up in this season, well, he doesn't. If he doesn't, no. um, yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I'm sorry about that. Um, since he didn't show up in this season, it's very easy and very possible for him to show up in the next season. Yeah, like there's cool stuff they could do with him without him having to reveal that he's a Jedi. Uh yeah, <clears throat> but yeah, that that trailer looks phenomenal. I can't wait for more of that. I can't wait for that game to come out. <laughs> I'm so excited. It's again, I'm probably going to replay the the first game before it comes out. So we've got a couple of months. Yeah. 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 On to more star Wars news. Yeah, More star Wars. Uh, we finally got the star Wars, the bad batch season two trailer. Which I know you two were pumped for. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm get, give me more bad batch. They're such cool characters. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see some I'd like to see that happen in live action. Just a bunch oh, of yeah. Tamura Morrison's just just different Tamura yeah. Morrison's. <laughs> like him with the the, the Rambo. Yeah. That, the, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's that'd the be one great. I'm thinking about. <laughs> be so good yeah i mean i love the bad batch i love all the animated stuff we've gotten from star wars with uh feloni like he's done mm-hmm. a very good job of fleshing out his part of the star wars universe so i just i want more and we're getting more so and uh yeah i the one thing i'll say is we got Another, well, I saw set picks, and I think you guys might have saw more than I did because I only saw like two people. Star Wars, the Acolyte, Mm. set picks, just what the characters look like in their costumes and stuff like that. Um, It looked like Amandala Steinberg and who was the other one that I saw? I saw two people, and I was like, oh, that's cool looking. Doesn't really give us too much to go on, but. Give us your first little look at what's going to happen and what the people are going to look like in the acolyte, which, mm-hmm. like I said, that's my that's my probably most anticipated 
Oh series. yeah, it was really you know when they released the lineup. Although it's going to be hard to beat Andor, Andor, <laughs> which, which we'll get into yeah. in a minute. Uh, what I did like seeing in this is uh Lee Jung Jai in his like it looks like he's in Jedi robes, so he's probably playing uh the Jedi Master that was teaching a man less Stenberg character. Um I okay. think he looks he looks so good like in the Jedi robes, like he, it fits him. Uh so I'm excited to see that character. And I'm I'm just excited for everything they do. I think uh I saw Daphne Keen too, but she was like very makeup, she had a lot of makeup on. So like um yeah, I'm this is probably was my most anticipated show, also. And like you said, like it's gonna be hard to top Andor now. Um yeah, but going into the subject matter that they're going into, they have a lot they could do that's gonna make me like this show because I'm yeah. very intrigued by the Sith in general. So me too. And the High Republic is a smart place for them to put this show also because they can just do whatever they want. Well, yeah, and I think that was part of the they reason they did it. And, and on top of all that, they're really they can to and they can their own things. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Yeah, um, but yeah, I'm super excited for that. And everybody that I've seen, and oh yeah, we saw the Wookie, the Wookie Jedi. That's what it was. That was the other thing. And I was like, oh, that's yeah. a Wookie for sure. Yeah, um, there's a Wookie Jedi, which a Wookie Jedi, which you know, huh? haven't seen that before. But it was I cool. Looking. <laughs> we've I seen have. it in yeah, we've seen it in Clone Wars. Yeah, uh, well, not seen. just that, but I mean, it was also there was a um a Wookie Jedi in. The extended universe back in the day before they yeah, yeah, yeah. made that one thing i hope they do so in the high republic there is a trandoshan jedi already i hope we get to see him in this series mm. because trandoshan jedi is badass <laughs> what race is the trandoshans bosk oh yeah, yeah. that'd be cool okay yeah so i'm excited for this series because again i love the sith just like you and I'm yeah. excited to see, you know, how they got their foot in the door and all that stuff. So yeah. ready for that. Um, but unfortunately, fortunately and unfortunately, because we don't have any more to watch, uh, Tony did finish Andor season one. Uh, it's just the best Star Wars thing I've seen. And that's yeah. that's my blanket statement for it. I love rogue one and i've liked other star wars things you know to different to differing degrees um i like the first three a lot this is by far the most well-rounded like it, the, the it's such a full world that they've built in this and i mean every person that's in it has given a great performance i love every mm. character um even the bad characters i love them yeah. um they're the ones that i'm like super happy that some of them have uh lived and will go on to possibly a second season from what i'm hearing they're going forward with that well yeah and we're getting a second season i think it's only a second season and the story's done yeah i mean because then it goes into rogue one yeah like, well that's yeah that's that's what they you think but there's enough enough more a, a little bit more story that they could tell in a second season <laughs> which is awesome well no that's what i'm saying after the second season it yeah then, then it'll 
Yeah, and I actually I was expecting them to to end it with him getting the information for the Rogue One stuff, but I'm glad we're going to get more of <laughs> of yeah. his story, which was phenomenal. And Stellan Skarsgård as Luthen was probably my favorite character in the whole show. He was phenomenal. But I mean, everybody in it, every single person in this show was phenomenal. Um, his, I don't know. his ship scene, like towards the end, when he's getting pulled in. Oh, so badass. So fucking cool. Yeah, because I'm like, oh, he's fucked. And then, you know, you're you're expecting because he's not necessarily known for, you know, you don't know anything about him, really. Yeah. Throughout the whole you don't show, know you don't know a lot about him. You just know that he's kind of behind the rebellion like he's the he's the one of the heads of the rebellion and then once you figure out oh this guy's no fucking joke and he gets away from that imperial ship and they look on the fucking guy's face you know he just turned to them after like in in a cut scene like we say nothing to anybody about this ever you know that had to be a conversation he had with those people it was so fucking good man and i mean um even all the all the rebels when when he first meets up with the rebels that are going to take take down that um that yeah I his guess, rogue ship, one team shipment oh my god it's so good dude yeah all very good that's the thing everybody in this show is good from top to bottom i think i love diego luna in this he's, he's so good and so he good. you understand why cassian is the way he is in Rogue One because of the things you see him go through in this. Yeah. Okay. And you see Absolutely. him like in the beginning of this, he wants nothing to do with the rebellion at all. He's yeah. out for himself, but you see him grow through the things that he goes through and he starts to understand it and why it is what it is. And that's why he chooses eventually to join the rebellion. Yeah. The Empire isn't just these people who come to town and like give you a hard time every once in a while. He realizes the outstretching net of you know tyranny that's going on throughout the the galaxy and he's like oh yeah do something about this one thing this show does is shows you how bad the empire really is for the people yeah for sure like i was saying to ed like in the movies and everything we know that they're the bad guys because we're told they're the bad guys like we don't get real like yeah they you see them blow up a planet but you don't see like what the ramifications are for like the normal people like they're doing this to deal with these like high level like rebels and everything but you don't see why there's a rebellion and you don't see how rebellion actually happens but you see that now and mm-hmm. you see why the empire is bad and what they're like the shit that they're doing to like the normal people like Cassian gets locked up for nothing yeah mm-hmm. and it legitimately it really gets does locked up for nothing even though he did they other things think they didn't he know did it was him. yeah right exactly you look like you were running. He's like, no, I'm just walking to the store. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Why are you looking at because I you I see all these people around and you're doing yeah. stuff like, yeah, I'm of course. I'm like, it was really bad. Like the the, the circumstances for that, like you're like, holy shit, like this is bad. that dude, Cyril Karn. He's a fucking creep. I'll tell you, I was like, where's this dude's trajectory for this story? And where he ends up at, I was like, he's a fucking creep show. Oh, he is for sure. And, you know, he's just like they they it's probably Star Wars universe first incel. He's like, yes, he's completely 
one-sided, obviously after uh after um Dedra, Ded, Deidre, whatever her name is, after she gives him that second chance. I don't think he's it's like even all a, about her. I don't think it's even a I don't think he's in love with her. I don't think no, he he's just after like, he's just like I am your fucking like, yeah, I am your person. I will do whatever you want, and you know, going forward, she's gonna exploit that. Oh, and yeah, that's she definitely going, but like it's crazy how he was like so focused on Andor. Oh yeah. And then like she comes into the picture and he's like, Oh no, she's just like me. I want to like, yeah, you're crazy. I like how the, his first commanding officer is just like, that seems like a real hassle. I don't want to do any of the shit. You're talking about. <laughs> and he's like, well, no, we have to go after him because he did this. And his commander's just like, nah, we're not going to do that. That's a lot of paperwork. And you're just like, Jesus Christ, you could see the corruption. That's why I say it. It's so real, this show. Mm-hmm. It's, it's things that are obviously happening and, you know, obviously they're, you know, fictionalized, but things that happen in our real world corruption yeah. and, you know, politics that are just in the interest of the people that are doing it. All that stuff is so well reflected in the show. And I just I absolutely loved it from the first episode. I was like, geez, this is this is a really, really well done and another perfectly thing perfectly really cast. seeing is how Mon Mothma becomes who she like because I never thought I'd her. give a fuck about her, but she we is know. awesome. She's so good in this, and it's like you see why she becomes a leader of the rebellion because of all the yeah. shit she's doing now. And, and I love like, how her nobody, family they're such assholes. Yeah, like in in those earlier films, you're like just like you said. We know they're the good guys because people said that they're the good guys. And you know they're the bad guys because people said they're the bad guys. But in this, it's just like real life. It's all gray. Everybody's gray. Nobody's mm-hmm. all good. Nobody's all bad. I mean. Because even her, even her husband, who's an asshole. Yeah. Like, it's because he's an asshole because he's a rich guy. Like, he's not, like, he doesn't want to actually subjugate people and do all these things. Yeah, like, he's just he a just rich asshole. He, he likes the life he's living. He likes the life he has and he has a rock. Rock the boat. Even yeah. the thing that she does with him, like where she makes it like exploits his gambling, like I kind of felt bad from that point because I'm like, she's doing it for herself, like to protect herself, and she oh, knows yeah. she is. And he's like, Well, who did this? Who's telling you this? I'm like, and you're like, damn, like I feel she's bad cold. for this dude. That's yeah. the thing, she's cold as shit. Cause at the end, you see what happens. Yeah, she's willing mm-hmm. to pimp out her own daughter for yeah. the ends, the mean, you know, the ends, uh, the means for the, the justified means for the entire galaxy. She, the greater she's good, Ed, willing to give it up for the greater good. And I was like, God damn, that is fucking cold, man. And you were like, like Yep, greater good. Honestly, I was like, Fuck the whole time. I, I was saying, I was watching it with my mother in law, and I'm like, Am I a bad person? Because I would just kill every single M- imperial officer that I saw on that fucking prison. I wouldn't even question them. I wouldn't I wouldn't do anything. I would just go in and kill them. Like they left those guys in that control room. Like, oh, yeah, why, yeah, yeah. why leave them? Just fucking kill them. There's a chance yeah, that like, they could stop what you're doing. Stuff was prison so stuff good. was awesome. Yeah. Andy Circus, every time he was on screen, stole the show. Did you notice who the old guy was? No. You remember in Batman 89, the two thieves that are on the roof? Uh-huh. That's the one guy. That's holy him. Holy shit. I was I like, holy shit, this guy's still working, man. Because he I was also in that. he was in Galaxy Guardians of the Galaxy 2, where I think it's two, where he meets the guy that's selling this stuff on that planet 
and he gives them the little orb thing, or it might have been mm-hmm. the first one. Maybe that was the first one. Yeah, that um, was the first he's one. him. But huh. yeah, I was like, holy shit, this guy's in this now. This is awesome. Um, which he's also he was excellent in it. Everybody in this movie is so good, and that his final uh I I what's his name? His uh character name. Um but 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 What's Andy? Kino. Kino Loy. Kino. Oh, my God. That speech? That speech was incredible, dude. I was like, holy shit. It was getting me hyped up. I was like, oh, my God. I Andy want- Circus, Like, that dude, so good. So fucking good. He's a very underrated actor. He really yeah, is. He really is, yeah. He is, for he, sure. Like, because people think he can only do, like, the motion capture shit, but no, he can fucking act. I mean, his claw was ridiculous. That's what I'm saying, like, Claw and then this character, two completely different characters. Yeah. Because that, Claw is like chaos incarnate. And this dude was like, no, we gotta do everything by the book until like Yeah. I love how he how steadfast he is. He's like, I have 200 more shifts. Yep. I'm not letting you fuck this up for me. Get in line. Yep. This is the way we do things. And then once yeah. you find out, and they, then yeah, once he figured out, like, oh, we're not getting out of here, like. Yeah. Oh. That's why he says how many how many uh, guards on each level? No more than 12. Yeah. That's the end of the episode and I'm like, "Oh my fucking god, I can't wait." It's oh, so, good. so good. Um I also really like the droid in this. He was my I've said that to my mother-in-law. I was like, "This is my favorite droid. I hate droids." I, uh, I'm not a fan. Of you didn't so like bad. you didn't like K2SO? K2SO is the only one that I've ever liked. I feel but so he, bad this one's for better. this droid the entire time. Like He's, he's like a dog. He's so, and the funny thing is, his name is B two E M O, and he's very emo. Yeah, (laughs) yes, he is. He's the like he's so sad, and like you just like feel bad for him every time he's like, because he like his voice like skips and everything because he doesn't have enough power. Yeah, it's all like oh, I I was like, man, if they hurt this, and then when the fucking dude like, I was so fucking pissed. I was like, if they kill this fucking droid, I'm gonna riot. I was so uh, that that and there did one other character in this that I I absolutely loved him, um his best friend. Oh yeah, his, uh, the, the big man. Brasso. They called it. Yeah, yeah Brasso. I love that character. I thought he was awesome. Um, yeah. The, the was... other thing that I really enjoyed was the um when Bix is captured and she's being uh, tortured. It was very 1984 to me. Yeah. Um, and it's like this you don't hear what she hears, but you know it's the fucking worst thing in the world. And yeah, and like is... the, the way they describe it too, they're like, no, we found like we killed these people and we found that the sound that they make when they were dying, like it does something to like it's like yeah. fuck. Yeah, and just the way that um Miro, she's just like please don't make me play it again that's what really messes people up and she's like mm-hmm. uh, you're like oh fuck this girl is going to be completely destroyed by the end of this and yeah, it's so all, so like good. i said everybody in this is very good um mm-hmm. just like going through characters uh cinta she was very good like she's yeah. that like she was about the rebellion and nothing else yes and then like having vel and seeing like that whole thing, like her between Cinta, like the different ways she was acting between everyone that she talked to. Yeah, and the, the kid that I liked the most on their their little crew, oh, was the Nemec. Yeah, he who was like 
the one who was, you know, most about the rebellion. I loved he, his character. I was bummed when he, he wrote died. the manifesto, and then like you hear, uh, oh yeah, it's Plaskin listening to it. Yeah, yeah, that was real. I mean, this show, man, fucking this show was and so Mar- like good. his mom, her story, very good. Like finding out like how she got him, and then like her whole yeah. thing and her speech at the end. Yeah, that was awesome. I, I mean, there's there's nothing else to to say about this show other than it is the best, in my opinion, my favorite, maybe not the best, my favorite Star Wars thing that's ever come. It's easily the best of the series. Like, I feel like people that put Kenobi at the top, they're looking at it through rose-colored glasses. Like, they're looking at it for the nostalgia factor. Yeah. This is the best. Like, this feel... This feels like Star Wars. Like, this feels like a war is actually happening. It gives you a reason why all these other movies are happening. Yeah, it gives you a reason why the rebellion is what it is. And it shows you that the rebellion didn't start out being like goody two shoes (laughs) and everything. They did some fucked up. Like, when he's with Saul Guerrero and he's telling him and, you know, they let that other guy get, like, killed. Yeah, 30 people. And Saul's like, would you have done it if it was me? Yeah. And like, it's so, like, and, and seeing uh, Lawrence Fishburne back as Saul Guerrero, like, great. I love that dude. He's so good. Yeah. It's man. It's, it's so good. I, I really can't. Yeah, it's, it's, I'll probably rewatch it. I need to give it a couple, maybe a couple weeks, but I won't, I'm probably going to rewatch it. Cause it was that good. It was just. Yeah. It's so very good. good. Yeah. yeah I, I loved it. Loved everything about it. Like I said, my my favorites were definitely um, Stellan Skarsgård's Luthen, because it's if you were to be the one of the people behind this, this yeah, is like a good you, act. I mean, you have you to understand him. Yep, yeah, absolutely. Like you might not agree with what he's doing, but you understand why he's doing what he's doing. And the the girl who who plays Deidre Miro. She's the one from Under the Banner of Heaven. Mm-hmm. She's one sister, and she, I mean, two completely different roles there. And she's so evil in this, like smart. Oh yeah. But I love how she's always the smartest one in that room, and the only one who really like understands and listens to her is that the commander, the older guy. And he's like, who, that was who well is also also evil in Game of Thrones. Yeah, there's a couple of Game of Thrones. Uh, crossovers in this show actually um that i've noticed in the background what's her name the girl who plays vel uh Mm -hmm. she was the girl from the season where uh oh christ almighty where she's the the girl has no name yeah she's the one that's teaching aria yeah aria um that and the way she's obviously looks a lot different than this but she's really good and the fact that you find out that she's actually not just some you know down just in the pit she's she's, mm-hmm. she's actually somebody with a really big reputation and she's she's a wealthy person as well she's the senator's cousin um that was a real good twist i was expecting her to be luthan's daughter honestly that's what i thought she was going to be too but i was i was surprised and and that threw me off when she was mon mothma's cousin um, but really just such a well executed show and I can't wait. Yeah, for it's, uh, I can't wait for the second season and for we're getting 12 more episodes. Yeah. 
And I was at first, I was like, 12 episodes. God damn, that's a lot of episodes. But this was the perfect length, I think. Yeah. They had it a made lot sense. of story to tell. They did what they had to do and they did it very well. I was saying to my friend, like actually watching this, I know we have like a Gundam movie or something coming up. I wish they do it along these lines where they show the people like the politics, the people on the ground fighting. And then like they show the stuff like in space with the actual mobile suits. Like that's what I want for a Gundam movie. That would be the best way to do it. Yeah. This, I I want the people that are behind this show to make the Gundam series or movie, the live action one that's coming out. And it's exactly what I want that to be like that scene with Luthen and that, like the ship that, that made me think of something like, like would happen in a Gundam series. But yeah, I loved it. Like it's it's my favorite of the series. And it might be my favorite Star Wars thing ever. Yeah, for me, it's 100 percent I love it so much. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I mean, obviously, Brian will be watching that sometime soon. So we'll have to hear his thoughts on it, but can't say more than that. People go out and watch this show. It's amazing. Yeah, definitely get, give it a watch. If you're even like remotely a Star Wars fan, watch it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and um, I know people complained about it being slow, but that's because it is like at parts, it is a political thriller. And at, But like the action in this show, when there's action, it's fucking great. Yeah, and I, I think that even though it's... What's the word for this? It's not slow. I don't think no, it's, it's slow not. At all. I don't think it is either. I, I think it's just there's a lot of talking in it, which is for sure. But I was never bored. Not a minute in this show. But none of the talking like is ever like. It just doesn't mean anything. Everything means something. Yeah. And yeah, this show, man, what a good and a great payoff because a lot of shows can be good up until the end. This was a fin- fantastic final episode. Yeah. Um, I loved it. So, yeah. Like, this Thanks. reminds me of when Game of Thrones was at its best. I agree. Like, it was a lot of talking, and you would get those action scenes every once in a while. But what it when it was at its best, it's about the politics and everything that's going on. Yeah. And making that world feel fleshed out. And that's what I think this did very well. Yeah, absolutely. Um. So that's it for the, the Star Wars news we have for the week. But we do have some stuff for a lot of stuff for DC. Uh, first oh. off, some, some good news for the first bit of news here. The voice cast for the Batman, the doom that came to Gotham has been revealed. And I don't know if there's a I didn't see a when they're going to be releasing. I think it's out next. Is it out next year? Yeah. It's not coming out this year. Yeah, because it's, yeah. it's in post-production right now. So. Yeah, they only do their um, they do their movies like every quarter. And this is like a one-off. This is like a an Elseworlds kind of thing, right? Yep. This has nothing yeah, to do with this that is, current, current slate of movies. This is the Magnolia uh, Batman story, right? The second Magnolia. Yeah, I know it was one of his. But I mean, this voice cast looks good. I always liked that guy, David Gintola. I thought he would be a good, he would be 
cast well for somebody in the comic book region. But mm-hmm. uh, him as the voice of Bruce Wayne Batman, I like. Uh, there's a ton of people in here. A lot of a lot of the you know people who you already know. John DiMaggio is going to be playing James Gordon. Uh, Patrick Fabian from Better Call Saul. He's coming in as Harvey Dent. And it looks like Jason Marsden will be playing Dick and young Bruce Wayne. Um, Trying to see who else is in this guy. Uh, Brian George is set to reprise his role from Batman the Killing Joke as Alfred Pennyworth. And who else is in here? Tati Gabriel as Kylie Kylie Kane. There's a ton of people in this, but I mean, yeah, David Dasmalfan. He's in it as Brendan. Yeah, there's there's, oh, a, lot I know of, there's a lot of yeah. there's a lot of just like voice actors also, which is very mm-hmm. good. I love when voice actors get voice work, <laughs> get the voice work because that's what they do. Um, yeah, like right. Darren DePaul's in this, and he's Thomas Wayne. Uh, I love Darren DePaul's work. Um, he's been in a lot of stuff. He's actually been in like some live action stuff, like voicing Ooh. stuff too. Jeffrey, as Kirk Langstrom, uh, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of people. This should be very good. It's got to be like, better vo- than live action. Voice cast alone, like it should be very good. Um, I don't. Do you cover Suicide Squad? No, uh, but that was something else that they showed at the Game Awards. They showed a new trailer for uh, Suicide Squad Killed the Justice League. Which was more uh, like They a showed clip. Batman for the first... Yeah, it was more like a clip, and it was like them showing Batman for the first time. I like. I understand what they were doing. I also feel like it's kind of weird that you're... Like, as a tribute to Kevin Conroy, you're showing his last outing as the Batman in a game where you're going to kill him. Yeah, that's a little strange. Weird. Um, I get it because it's the last time he's voicing this character. But, uh, I mean, again, I still don't know what the fucking game is. <laughs> like, they really aren't, like, they need to show us more gameplay and, like, actually show us how the game's going to work and stop showing us these cutscenes pretty much. Yeah. Uh, but so far, I mean, the voice cast sounds cool. Uh, the flash thing was kind of weird with Boomerang in this. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. it's kind of weird. But The whole thing is kind of weird. Yeah, uh, I do like hearing Samoa Joe as uh, King Shark. Though. Uh, but yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a weird game that we're getting at some point. <laughs> it's a weird time to be DC. I'll tell you that much. Uh, <laughs> oh, there's a lot going on right now. Um, the first thing I saw, and this just all dovetails. I just put it in one big story because it's a mess. Um, THR was reporting that after Black Adam lost upwards of a hundred thousand dollars for the studio, basically all of the current DCEU is over. There will be no Wonder Woman three. Aquaman, uh, second Aquaman will potentially be ending and Momoa will be recast as Lobo. They're saying that there's going to be no Man of Steel 2. 
um, Black Adam sequels unlikely. Then the following day, it came out that after one day, Gal Gadot says, oh, can't wait to get back to work and, and start Wonder Woman 3. Patty Jenkins then leaves Wonder Woman 3. They asked her for a new treatment. She was like, go fuck yourself. She walked. Fuck uh, yourself, James Gunn. Yeah, it's just none of this shit is good. I mean, she quit, and then she was asked to rewrite it. She wouldn't do it. Then it's it's, it's mass hysteria, is what it is. It's it's so bad. Dogs and cats. So but you know what? Together. But you know what? Margot Robbie once is excited to work with James Gunn and to play Harley Quinn again. And guess what? She probably she will. will get the chance. Yeah. Let's recast everybody except the people I had in the Suicide Squad movies. More, yeah. No, we're gonna keep the Suicide Squad because it's James Gunn's baby. We're gonna keep that going. I'll tell you, man. This is this is this is their this this is their plan. It's terrible because Henry Cavill never heard. Henry Cavill was back, and we had him. We were this close, and if they can't get their shit together, and I'm not gonna lie. If they aren't going forward with Black Adam 2 and like that sours the like you're burning so many bridges right now. Yeah. With very like the rock is a huge name. Like say what you want. He could go anywhere and do but it doesn't matter because they know they're not going to make everybody happy. <laughs> oh, oh, no. But- the other thing I did. I read that as well. Well, we're not going to make everybody happy. Well, how about. Like- I know Think that's why I said it. Movie. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's like, how about you stop doing all that? Like, make movies first before you start doing anything. Give us something to like, you're destroying everything that, like, even the stuff that people liked and the stuff that worked, even though they said that they were going to keep the stuff that worked and, you know, get away with stuff that didn't they work. They said some of the stuff that worked. Well, that, yeah, Suicide Squad. They'll keep that because James Gunn. James Gunn, yeah, it's again. It's this is good. This is why I do not think he's right for this job. Like the fact that you're not making sure Henry Cavill is saying the fact that that's even up for debate at this but point. He, like, they're like, but he even said, but he even said that Superman is his main priority, right? Yeah, now. Superman's a priority. Oh, sure it is. Um, <clears throat> I I 100 believe that. Not one tweet that you've made or like anything has been about superman since yeah, you've been about these like it's been about random characters, characters yeah like the, that are characters that he likes because <laughs> those are the characters that like again why he loved doing suicide squad because it's a bunch of these c-list characters right exactly <clears throat> why he liked doing guardians because even though the guardians are the household name now they weren't they weren't before of- that movie came out mm-hmm. and i mean for the most part Certain one obviously didn't make a whole lot of sense. The casting of the DC movies has been pretty good. I'd say besides The Flash and besides Lex Luthor, they're the two that I don't like at all. Like, yeah, obviously, the the bigger problem with the Flash casting is the total fucking psychopath. But I mean, even when he was first cast, I was like, that's not a good pick. And then the way he plays them in those movies, I was like, I don't like that. But Gal Gadot, she's a great Wonder Woman. Henry Cavill, yeah. a great Superman. Even Jason Momoa, who I'm not the hugest fan of in this role, he's but for this version, he's grown on me, and he looks 
like he should now. They gave him the right costume. He seems to be growing more into a real Aquaman than this surfer dude, which I didn't care for at first. Um, but I mean, and but you, then you don't know what's going on with Cyborg now because they fucked him so badly. He's not coming back, Ray Fisher. And they never did anything with Deathstroke. So who knows if Manganello is ever sticking around for that. And then well, no, it, none of this even matters anymore. No, yeah, none of that has any that that shit. Is none of this done. matters. All, none of that is definitely all that shit is definitely gone. It just it's so the new DCU crazy. doesn't start until after everything we get next year. And then the the fact that they're going to recast Jason Momoa as Lobo that That's makes just a rumor though. less sense. But that the thing is, it's a rumor, but I could see them doing that. Oh, me too. But I mean, like until they actually announce it, I'm not gonna because Momoa, like he's they're pretty much. I mean, even him and Amber Heard, like other people have said, like, yeah, this is done. Like, there's no going to be no Aquaman 3. Like, he I mean, wants to play Lobo. Be an Aquaman 2 for her, so. Yeah. <clears throat> I really don't know what they're going to do. It, it's I, such a mess. It's, I hope y'all like Suicide Squad because you get more of that. And then we got the Blue Beetle nose that you found today. Um, yes. That seems to be a ghost still. Yeah, it's that's still moving forward. Um, they dropped the synopsis for it. Are which they is, in, like, post-production for that? I think so. Like, that's got to be... We got to be getting a trailer for that soon. I, I would hope. <laughs> yeah, post-production and expected August 18th. Um, but yeah, so the synopsis is, uh, Jaime is a high, um, college student coming home, home has changed since he's been gone. And then he finds a scarab at some point, the scarab is a sentient being, as we know, like it's, uh, and it accepts him as its host and he becomes a blue beetle. Yeah. Pretty standard fare there, but yeah, I mean that's pretty much how that. I don't went. think now I'm. They clearly have no clue what they're doing, and the fact that they delved <clears throat> Batgirl, I'm putting it. I'm putting nothing past them. I don't know that this movie's definitely coming out. I don't know that that Flash movie's coming out. They're probably going to release Aquaman because Aquaman or Aquaman well, Two Flash Aquaman. got moved up. Yeah, no, remember they moved Flash up to go. To not be right going yeah, up against they, yeah they don't Jones want it to go they can't up go against, against Indiana, the, Jones. Indiana Jones yeah that's, but they that's can go they can go up against a Pixar movie I really feel that that's probably okay because to to be fair who who um that you know who's gone to the movies to see a Pixar movie in the last two years well I mean they haven't released them in the theater in the past two years so you can't really use that well no haven't they, <clears throat> no, they, they that have strange not. world came out in the in the theaters and that's tanked that's but that that's wasn't not pixar that's not pixar though that's, that's not pixar oh that's mm-hmm. straight up well what's the last pixar one that came out then um in theaters yeah <laughs> i know i saw toy story 4 in theaters 
I think that might actually be it. That might be it. No. Was Luna out in the theaters? That was them, right? Luca? Luca. Yeah. No, no, I don't think that, that was in theaters. That wasn't out in theaters. Neither was Encanto. <clears throat> nope. Hmm. Pixar's. Say what you want. Pixar is going to get more money that weekend. And that's because... the, El- the Elementals movie or whatever it's coming out. Yeah, because mm-hmm. one, that movie already looks good. And two, more parents will go take their kids to go see that than go see a Flash movie. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. <clears throat> and that's where the money comes in. Like, you're going up against a movie that has a broader audience than what this Flash is for whatever this Flash is. <laughs> and like I said, even even then, like, uh, the Transformers movie comes out, I think, a week before that. And like, I still think that's a bigger thing that they shouldn't want to be going up against either, because say what you want about the Transformers movies, they make money. True. Like that has broad audience appeal. Mm-hmm. And especially in a worldwide market, those Transformers movies do really, really well overseas. I really don't even know how they're going to try to promote that Flash movie anymore. Like, <laughs> what are they going to do, like, to sell this movie other than put the two Batmans out front and be like, "Oh, this has two Batmans in it." When it comes to it, I just don't. I don't get it. Yeah, yeah. this will end up losing them another ton of money. So. Who knows? Who who knows what the fuck is going on with DC? But none of it's good, and I'm not. <laughs> yeah, no. What are you? What are you talking about? Good. James Gunn was the best move. Best move they could have made. He's the perfect guy for the job. <clears throat> Such a huge get for DC. That's yeah. that's a quote. It's so funny that they want a Kevin Feige so bad that they keep doing it the wrong way because even before like who knew Kevin Feige's name before the MCU. Right. Exactly. And a director and, doesn't have the same job description as a, you know, producer or whatever. Yeah. It's just because they tried it with Snyder too. And Snyder. God, and no, that's the thing. Like say you. what you want. Like people don't like Kathleen Kennedy, but we got Andor because, like under her watch also mm-hmm. like yeah. and again she's not a director she knows what she's doing on the other side of things mm-hmm. and we also got willow like because she's a lucasfilm person like willow's like because of like under her watch the indiana jones movie like even if it's good or not like that's like out of her regime at lucas um amy pascal at like sony like she doesn't have the best ideas all the time but her only good idea is working with marvel mm-hmm. yeah i don't know man it's it's a sad state of affairs for dc but speaking of marvel there have been quite a quite a few pieces of news come out in the last week for these guys um apparently jim starlin's cosmic comic book Dreadstar will be developed as a TV series. Not a whole ton of uh, information on that, but it's something that's space related. It's something. I mean, Starlin, yeah, it's cool. Starlin's a fucking winner. So yeah, I love 
like even just the look of Dreadstar is cool. So yeah, he looks like Deathstroke. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh it's Slade Wilson and that's in space. In space, Slade Wilson kind of. I'm down. Yeah. We don't have too much to go off of on that, but that's cool. That sounds like it will be something interesting, at least. Um, we also got information saying that WandaVision's Agatha spinoff will be getting the director of Wednesday. Uh, who this is gonna be this is gonna be a rough one. Got I can't I can't even Ganja Montiero. Ganja Montero? I don't know. That director <laughs> will be coming on to Wednesday. Uh, or uh, that will be coming on to the Agatha series she directed Wednesday. And yeah. uh, you guys loved Wednesday, so you're you're probably happy about that. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited. Fits the tone. Wednesday was good. And I mean, like, yeah, that's the same tune that Agatha should have, like that same kind of. Yeah, I guess so. Dark, dark but irreverent. Good work. Yeah. Um, we also found out that Sandrine Holt and Margarita Lavia joined the cast of Daredevil: Born Again. Um, apparently, Margarita Lavia will be an X Men character that I've never heard of. Uh, with Wolverine ties named Jessen Han. Hoan, oh, I've heard of her. Uh, Tiger, Tiger. Yep, definitely. Tiger, yep. Tiger T. Yeah. Definitely uh, heard of Tiger, Tiger. She's an '80s character, '70s, '80s character. Yeah, apparently there's ties to Madripoor and stuff with yep. this character. Yeah. Yep. She's because and... she even showed up, I think, in like recent stuff, like with uh, Laura in Madripoor. So. And that actress has been in the Deuce. She's a great actress. She's gorgeous. So I'm on board for this. See whatever it is that happens here. This, as we get more information from this Daredevil Born Again series, I'm getting more and more excited. I don't know that everybody from that show is going to pop back up, but it seems like they have been getting quite a few of them. They haven't said if Foggy Nelson's coming back, um, and they haven't said if uh, Karen Page is coming back yet, but this other actress, Sandrine Holt, could possibly play her. I don't know. But I, I would assume they'd bring back um, the girl who she's played her on this. Very heavily saying that if she's coming back, she has she has no clue. So she's either playing coy, yeah, or they. Didn't I mean, get her back. all these motherfuckers do that shit. Anymore. I know, I, I <laughs> yeah, know. True. I'm just making a statement. Yeah. I'm well aware. They hold it's, it like it's kind of their job. <laughs> oh yeah. It's like, yo, you might get a really good job from from them, but you gotta you gotta shut the fuck up. Yeah, Kevin Feige doesn't play. Mm-hmm. He's sitting <laughs> outside your house with a sniper rifle. If you say something, <laughs> he'll send his Kevin bots after you. Kevin bots. Uh, I guess the last bit of news here from Marvel. <laughs> when I read this, I just laughed. Um, Marvel Studios is pushing for Thor Love and Thunder <laughs> for Best Picture, Best Director, Best Actor, Best Actress, Best Adapted Screenplay, and Best Visual Effects. That's the one that cracked me up for the Oscars this year. 
As they should. <laughs> if you don't believe your movie is good, you shouldn't put it out. So they should be pushing for these. One thing, they should always push for their movies to get nominated because genre movies should be nominated yep. at the Oscars, regardless. If you, if you agree with Black it, Panther. If, yeah, but I, it might not be in contention. That's the better movie, but they should be pushing for this. Yeah, the, I, I kind of agree, though. Definitely should be Black Panther. <laughs> but Yeah, definitely should be said, Black Panther. But yeah, why wouldn't it be in contention? Like, that's the thing. Genre movies don't get the recognition at the Oscars, and then it's always these movies that are like, I never even heard of this movie. Or it was made just to be Oscar bait mm. because it's starring Tom Hanks. Also, I got, you know, I don't have the, the biggest, like, love for the Oscars or anything. Like, I used to back in the yeah, day. Yeah, same. Kind of waned. Um, so I don't think it's, like, as big oh, a no, no, honor no. as it used to be. But, I mean, I don't they have to be hitting me thinking that, that best picture, God, no. There's not even a fucking chance. Best director, I really disagree with that. Actor, I like Chris Hemsworth, but he's not giving an Oscar-worthy performance in that movie. Really, neither is Natalie Portman. Best adapted screenplay, I I don't know exactly what goes into that, but, I mean, that screenplay is garbage. And best visual effects, there's some cool stuff in there, don't get me wrong, but there's also a kid's floating fucking head in front of them which looks like shit that you could do on your computer. It, it, it's so bad. It's laughable. And when I read this article, I was just like, they got to be fucking kidding. Like, the only performance in any in that movie would be Christian Bale. And even that's not that great, in my opinion. I think he's doing something. I don't know if it's good. It's weird. It's odd. But it's definitely not worth a fucking Oscar. I mean, let's be real. Hey, they should still do it anyway. Like I said, I think that if you were to make those same uh, same nominations for the crew and the cast of Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Oh, yeah. I'd be 100% behind it because. Oh, you didn't. You didn't. uh also say they're pushing for Doctor Strange too for best picture Jesus fucking Christ they gotta be kidding that, that hey. is a great way to end that on it also, that was awesome I'm also, so glad you threw that in also Black Panther Wakanda Forever okay yeah. that I can get behind but they're basically what Marvel is doing is what they should do throwing all of their movies at this and saying you're gonna put one of our movies in there I mean, if you and they should for a year, they have to look at one of them, right? I guess like they but that's the thing, like Marvel puts out so many movies and none of them are ever nominated, even though when even when they are good movies, like outside of them just being like the biggest movies of the year anyway. Yeah, I agree with that. But I mean, these aren't the ones uh, besides Wakanda Forever. These two were all three ways so far are targeting best VFX, best director. Best costume design, best adapted screenplay, best picture, as well as others. So, again, these should be. And 
they should definitely, if out of any of them, Black Panther should be up there. And, but it's not going to happen because the Oscars are for old white people. I mean, the only one that I could see, I, I really could see this actually happening. Probably best adapted screenplay for Wakanda Forever. It's a fantastic script. I would say supporting actress for um, Queen Ramonda, who I Angela her name Angela Bassett, because she's amazing in it. Best actress. I don't know that Letitia Wright would get best actress. I mean, she's doing a lot. I think she's really good in the movie, but I don't know that she would get it. Visual effects, possibly any of those three might be up for that because they all have pretty good visual effects. I think they should be up for costume design because their costumes in that were fucking yeah, amazing. They were really good too. Um, sound design as well. They would probably be mm-hmm. up stuff like yep. that. But I mean, like director, I think Kugler's really good. I don't know that he'd win. I just I can't see that. No one's saying if he if whether he wins. No, but that's the They're thing. Just they saying put him in nominated. I, I I'm yes. just saying even if they were going to be nominated, I don't see it winning. You know what and I mean? Neither and do I. Is, like I, neither I do know. I. But I just want to see it nominated. I don't like, know what you read, Ed, but the article I'm reading says they're pushing more for Wakanda Forever for all these. The things. only one the I other, saw was earlier today, and they were only. The other ones are just like they're throwing them out there also, but they're putting all of their they're pushing would, hard for Wakanda forever. That's that's the only one I, <laughs> I would be like, let's be real. These other ones are garbage. Sadly, what do you mean? People love Doctor Strange, too. That's great. They love that Sam Raimi came back for that movie. movie. It's not a good movie. It's <laughs> sadly it's I wish it was because I, I like it. Marvel and I wanted it to be great, but it was not. So, <clears throat> same thing with Thor. Really, I mean, I I was excited for that movie, but that movie is oof, bad. Yeah, and they are putting Angela Bassett up for best supporting actress. Well, that's good because I hope I hope that she is. and she should she should no. be nominated and she should win. I think so. I obviously I haven't. It's funny I haven't seen. Every so there was only two years where I saw every movie that was up for the Academy Awards. Yeah, and it's hard to do, especially trying to find them or go to see them in the theater. Yeah, because again, it's these movies that no one's ever heard of that were released mm-hmm. in like two theaters for like a week apiece, and yeah, like it's like why why are these these are the best movie? No, this isn't the best movie of the year. The best movie of the year should be the movie that people actually went out to go see and could go see. True. Yeah. That's the thing, though. Even when they nominate movies, like it has to obviously it has to have something that that gets you interested. Right. But there's been years where I'm like, oh, this is nominated for an Oscar. I'll definitely check it out. And I do. And there's some that I end up really, really enjoying and some that I'm like, yeah, that was kind of. But the year Slumdog Millionaire was nominated. I think I watched all those movies and I liked them all. I feel like. The one, the one that I recall that was most recent was the year that the favorite was up, and I had no interest in that. And I was like, I went by myself on like a Tuesday night, and I went and I was like, this is probably the best movie I've seen all year, and it was really, really good. Um, but again, you know, it was up for a ton of awards. 
I don't know exactly what it won, but I remember all the other movies that were up for that year. That was 2018, I guess. Um, all the other movies that were up against it were also really good, and I saw all of them, and it was just like, you know, sometimes it, it works in your favor to watch the movies that are up for yeah, awards. Sometimes. Some of them are really good. Some of them are not. Some of them are really bad or not worth your time, you know. But and there's yeah. a lot of Oscar bait. Yeah, and we're going to see that see, next month. Cause... When you see that movie starring Tom Hanks, yeah. that's how you know. Elvis. Well, Pinocchio is going to be in there now, I guess, right? There'll be another one with him like in it that's about like him being... Oh, no, that's what it is. It's the movie where he's the old man with the like family that he's helping... Like that, what the fuck is that movie called now? That's our Tom Hanks Oscar bait right there. Mm, I don't God even damn know. It. All it's I know, it's coming in because it wasn't there. One a man one. called Otto. Never even heard of that. Jesus He's Christ. a grumpy old man with a cat. <laughs> a grumpy old man with a cat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, Oscar bait right there. Yeah, it's it's possible. It's a possibility. It's a possible. They're gonna put like, and the thing is, they're gonna put it out for limited release this month because it's not supposed to come out until next month. They'll put it out limited release this month so that it can be nominated, and then because that's what they like to do. Yeah, I know. Well, we'll see. Well, let's let's hope that uh, let's hope Wakanda Forever gets some nominations. Wakanda Forever gets some love because fantastic. They should. That cast, that movie, everything about it was great. Agreed. And genre movies need to be nominated more. Yeah. So hopefully we we do get some nominations for that movie. I just. I only saw that the the one earlier, and all it mentioned was Thor: Love and Thunder, and I don't think that's going to get it done for you, boys. I, I really don't. I mean, the Batman should be nominated too for stuff. So, yeah, that came out this year too, didn't it? Yep, this is a long year. <laughs> Certainly was, um, and that's the problem. People forget about the movies in the beginning. The stuff that came out in the beginning of the year. Yeah, people only want to talk about what came out in the last two months of the year. What have you done for me lately? All right. Well, I think that's it for this episode. You guys have anything you want to add? Any any hot takes? Uh, mm. DC's stupid. <laughs> but we knew that already, so that's not a hot take, really. Uh, I don't really know what else to say other than what he just said, because there's <laughs> not much to say. Not much. At least say. not about that. I mean... Go check out all the fantasy stuff. There's a lot of cool fantasy shit out right now. Mm-hmm. It's a good time to be a fantasy fan. Yes. And if you guys want to reach us, you can send us an email to gslwpod at gmail.com. Or you can come see us on our Facebook. It's a lovely little space we called Geek Speak Last Week. That's two words. Geek Speak Last Week. Or you can come see us at our Instagram, at GeekSpeak last week. All one word. All one word. All one word. Last word. (laughs) The one word. 
All right. We'll see you next week to talk about last week. Peace.